It's time for a brand new edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. This time I get to talk to Sam Brown and Bridget O'Brien, and they tell us how to not be a commodity. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today, I've got a duo. I'm so excited about this. We've got Sam Brown and Bridget O'Brien from Brandvia. Guys, thanks so much for joining me. Happy to be here. Thank you. Cool, cool. So we'll start with you, Sam. You were recently recognized uh, in our industry as a member of the hot list. I always love that list. So first of all, congratulations. And uh I'm always curious, uh, how do you think industry recognition like that translates into business results for you? So, um, the hot list, first off, can I, I, it was, it was awesome to be on the list. I always admire the people on the list. Uh, and pretty much most of the lists are really cool. I love the creative people list too. That one I aspire to be someday. Um, the hot list really for me meant, um, I've only been in the U S for four years. Mm. So to hit the list was, like this huge, like, wow, in the US, I know what I'm talking about just as much as I did in Canada. So <laughs> it was that, that kind of a testimonial to the fact that I actually know what I'm talking about. Okay. I like it. I like it. And, and I'll tell you, I think that that is, you know, at the end of the day, any list like this, when you are recognized on it, it's a credibility thing, I think. And so yeah. uh, certainly I hope that was the case for you. And uh, I guess time will tell, right? Um, I could ask my friends, but you know, this Kirby Hassman guy might, might have an idea. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I'm not sure my wife would agree, but I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the compliment. So, uh, so I always say the promo business is a great business, but sometimes it can feel like a commodity business. So I guess I'll ask both of you, how do you think people can stand out? And how do you? Yeah, well, we were actually talking about, so we don't think it is a commodity business okay. in, in terms of how we approach our clients anyway, because we don't really want to go down that path. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's it's really based on price. And we're really offering a, a level of service and also um, experiences and products that you may not find at other distributors, such as gift experiences that we've done. I have a client that does gifts often, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they're raising the bar each time. So we found doing things on site, bringing a selection of merchandise. They have three options to choose from. They have ways to customize. We may be doing printing on site in addition to that. So the gift is maybe a hoodie where you get to come up to a station where there's a selection of designs, a selection of styles. And so it's interactive and it's unique and it's something that sets us apart um, from what a lot of other distributors are doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. Sam, anything to add on that? Oh, I think Bridget is one of the ways we stand out, but we have a whole crew of people that have their, their unique flavor they bring to the table. So we have uh, 30 teams here at Brandvia. Wow. And so each of them has like their own specialty, their own perspective, their own interests, and they're allowed to bring that here to Brandvia. So it's not a corporate dictator, like, dic- yeah, I can't even say the word, dictatorship. <laughs> It's not a dictatorship, but you know, so Michael brings his flair when it comes to the environment. And so that's what I love about Brandvia. It's really that alliance idea. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, you know, sort of final question for you guys. I'm, I am constantly seeking new and different places to be educated and inspired. So I, I guess I'd ask both of you, where do you guys go for inspiration and education on a regular basis? 
For me, in the product space, I came from retail, actually, well, production and apparel before mm -hmm. this. So I'm kind of used to really looking at trends and going to retail and even crowdfunding sites. Um, so for me personally, on a product level, that's kind of how I try to stay fresh because really what clients want now is what they see in stores. And it's actually awesome that we can finally bring that level of product um, before your options were far and few between or you had to source it and hope that it was going to come through. <laughs> yeah. And you're seeing so many, um, so many tried and true vendors really carrying these amazing retail brands and making them more accessible to everyone. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Sam? Um, yeah, that's a great question. So I love, uh, I'm always the one pushing the envelope when it comes to the way we look at things. Mm. Uh, so I've always been one to attend all those conferences or go to see speakers. I go to industry conferences. I go outside the industry conferences. I go to weird and wonderful shows. Um, I've been to some shows where I'm like, I'm never doing that one again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's speakers that I follow. If I like Simon Sinek, I started following mm -hmm. him many years ago, and so love him or hate him, love he's got him. a point in most categories. Um, there's some industry professionals that are very quiet, the quiet leaders. I love to find those and follow them because they're not often on a stage. Mm -hmm. But when they do talk, they say so much with so few words, and it's so profound. You have to really kind of it's a pause life after you watch one of these quiet leaders speak because they said so much. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Joan Landorp's one of my favorite in the industry to kind of see what she's up to and, and try to listen to her and spend time with her. Um, I just came off the Women's Leadership Conference, which was, um, it's a different, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it, it's really about community and secondarily about the content. Hmm. Learn so much from the other hundred and some women that are there, and whether they're higher or lower or experience level in the industry, everyone has a different perspective. And so just kind of always ear to the ground yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And I, I actually love what you have to say about uh, WLC. I, I've had several people who I admire and respect who attend that event that kind of say the same thing that it's, yes, the content is really important and it's great, but the I think you used the word community is the, the part that is the most valuable, uh, the ability to create those connections and kind of lift each other up. And I, I think that's cool. I, I'll be honest with you. That's a thing that I look for at PPAI at the expo. I'm always like, oh, it's like this big class reunion where you get to see folks that you haven't seen in a long time. So, uh, no, I'm with you on that. And uh, I, I actually, Sam, I'm with you. I, I, last week I attended a conference with several speakers. I love that. Like I, I love doing the industry ones, but I'm a huge, huge fan of getting outside of that because for me, I think it's really easy to become myopic and just do what it, you know, look at it through the blinders of, of the industry. And by stepping outside of it, I think that really helps me. Um, so I appreciate what you have to say there. So you guys have answered my three questions. I appreciate that. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you guys have one for me? So, yeah, I have one for you. Okay. And so I would like to know if you had a um, crystal ball, given your, your you know experience in the industry and your observations of the world at, at large, um, where do you see the industry 20 years from now? So flash ahead. Wow. It can be idyllic is fine. Yeah. That's... Where do you see it going? You know, I, I think I've been saying for the last year or so, 
And I think this will be, especially in 20 years, it'll really, you know, because it's just like, you know, go slow, but by 20 years, it'll be big. I think that we are seeing um, our industry start to divide into two paths. One is specifically pricing. And so you've got your online competitors who are specifically trying to what I call the race to the bottom because I, I don't want to compete there. Um, and then the other path is services based, whether that is creative, whether that's agency model, whether that's experiential, like you guys have talked about. I feel like those that's where the industry is going. I think where people are going to be in the in big trouble is in the middle, squash just like grape. Um, so because y- y- you kind of need to pick a lane. Um, and I think, you know, you guys are a little bit like we are. We're like, look, I don't want to compete with Walmart. That's not the place I'm, I'm, I think I bring the most value. I think we're going to try and move toward that other way. So I think that that is where, um, without being like big, uh, picture where somebody, Hey, this person's going to go direct or this is going to happen. I just feel like where, if you want to compete that, that services based is where, where we're going to play. Yeah. Cool. Well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time and doing this. We'll have to do it again sometime, okay? Okay. All right. Well, that, yeah, absolutely. That's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.